Today's episode is sponsored by More Labs. More Labs offers vegan and gluten-free supplements with proven ingredients to help you fight everyday stressors. Hangovers can be rough. Morning recovery is designed to reduce the negative effects after drinking and boost your body's natural response to post-alcohol recovery. Aqua Plus Probiotics and Aqua Plus Immunity are hydration mix options to help with gut health or immune health. Lacking energy? Check out Liquid Focus, a better-for-you energy drink that's designed to boost focus and provide clean, smooth energy. Sleep is the key to the best version of yourself, so try Dream Well, a holistic shot made to help you fall asleep quickly and give you a better night's rest. Can't decide? The Life Hack Pack is a variety pack containing their morning recovery, liquid focus, and dream well. Use the code GJWT to get 20% off when you check out at morelabs.com. That's GJWT at morelabs.com. Hey, welcome to today's episode where we will be covering style and fashion with guest interview Sarah Sailors. And the episode will be starting in three, two, one. Hello, everyone. I'm Diana. And I'm Naomi. And this is Girls Just Want to Thrive. It's a lifestyle podcast where we talk to women who are thriving not only in their careers, but in life. We'll discuss current and relevant topics in beauty, wellness, dating and relationships, and self-care. We would love for you to join our new community for uplifting women from all walks of life. Don't forget to follow or subscribe to be the first to hear new episodes every week. Hey everybody, today's interview guest is personal shopper and stylist Sarah Sailors. Sarah, welcome to our podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Well, we're very excited to have you as well. So why don't we start off with you telling us a little bit more about yourself and your background, like where you grew up, what your childhood was like, the university you attended major, um, and post-grad life now moving into this adulting world. Yeah, so I was born and raised in Charlotte, North Carolina, and my childhood was completely centered around gymnastics. So my whole life was centered around practice and competitions. Um, I was training up to 35 or 36 hours a week for most of my middle and high school years. Um, But aside from that, I can always remember that any downtime that I had, um, I was very crafty. So I often like couldn't wait to get home from practice and I had a sewing machine in my room and I would make my own little purses and shirts and I would always get so excited to plan um, my outfits for like the next day at school. Um, So I was very, I was a very creative um, kid, but I was also very, my childhood was so structured. So um, that kind of led to me going to the University of Georgia. I was on the gymnastics team at Georgia for four years, and um, I started out actually majoring in fashion merchandising at Georgia and quickly realized that 
um, my schedule and class schedule just didn't really work with that major. So I had to change majors, which was kind of crazy. But mm. I ended up studying journalism and getting a journalism degree. And I just took a bunch of electives um, that were in fashion. So I kind of like wet my whistle and got my interest in, but also um, got a degree in journalism, which um, kind of led to my career starting out in social media and marketing and communications. And so right after graduation, I experienced this phenomenon that I think a lot of student athletes experience where I was entering the job landscape and I had no experience. Mm. So I kind of had to just figure out, okay, what do I want to do? What direction do I want to go in and how I'm going to get experience so that I can land a job that I really want. And so I got a job as a sales associate at a local boutique just because I knew I wanted to be in fashion. And so I had to figure out how to get my foot in the door. And what I did was I actually pitched myself to the owner of the boutique who had recently been featured on Shark Tank. It was the Red Dress Boutique, if you've heard of it. And so I just saw this opportunity for them to elevate their social media. And so I used my social media to kind of show them what they could do. And eventually that led to me getting a job um, with their corporate um, office and doing social media for this clothing boutique. And that's kind of how I found my way into the fashion world (laughs) in a roundabout way. (laughs) Wow, that's pretty cool. So why don't you tell us about your startup business, The Wave, and what it offers? Yeah, so basically I am a personal shopper and a stylist, and I started The Wave just with this mission to end this phenomenon of women going into their closets and seeing a closet full of clothing and saying, I have nothing to wear. Um, And so The Wave aims to help women learn how to maximize their closets and their confidence. And so with The Wave, we have basically three main services. So I do closet revamps, um, and then I do personal styling and shopping, and then I have what I call a vacation package. And so with a closet revamp, that's like the most fun thing to do. So we go into a closet and we take everything out, and then we make these piles. And so it's like, what do I wanna keep? What do I not wear? What do I need to get rid of? And then we put everything back in and reorganize the closet so that you're actually paring down and getting rid of all these clothes that you have, but it's like, they're just taking up space, right? So we put the clothing back in, we organize the closet and you end up with this beautiful wardrobe that you walk into your closet and they're just your clothes. You didn't go shopping yet. You didn't add anything new. But mm-hmm. All of a sudden you have this closet that you walk into and it's nice and clean and fresh and you're not so intimidated when you walk in in the morning. So um, that's the closet revamp. And then of course, personal shopping and styling. We do just for if you have a trip you're going on or you have a speaking engagement or a big business meeting and you're just like, I don't know what to wear and I don't want to think about it. um, That's where I come in and help you choose an outfit or a series of outfits. And we talk about styling those. And then finally, the vacation package. I discovered that women have this mental block when it comes to packing when they're going on a trip and they hate packing. I've never, I never really realized it until a few years ago, but like 
so many girls are like, okay, I have to go somewhere, but I hate packing my suitcase. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love packing a suitcase. I love <laughs> like, creating outfits and folding everything and making it into this like magical little box that you open up when you get to a destination and you have all these beautiful outfits you're excited to wear. So what I'll do is I'll go, go over to someone's house and we'll pick out their vacation looks and we pack the suitcase and I pack it for them. So um, that's been like a really cool thing that I've done recently because who knew that people didn't like packing their own suitcases? <laughs> hey, I'm guilty of one of those. I love going on vacations and trips, but I get so overwhelmed with what I need to pack that I start mm-hmm. pulling out half of my entire closet. And exactly. then I'm thinking to myself, this is not going to fit. I'm going to get charged for having too heavy of a suitcase. And it's just this vicious cycle. <laughs> No, it's very cool that you have those three different offerings. And I feel like they're very relatable to, I think, any woman out there has at some point said, I don't have anything to wear and their Mm -hmm. closet's full or they're struggling with trying to find just like that perfect outfit for that event. So what made you decide to turn your hobby of style and fashion into an actual business? Yeah, so like I said, I started out um, just working for a local boutique. I live, um, I still live in Athens, Georgia. I'm in a small college town. And I always knew I wanted to work in fashion. But the reality of it is, in a small town like this, you're very limited to what kind of fashion jobs you can get, you really have to go to a big city, you know, New York or LA to get on a career path that's really serious about fashion. And Hollywood really glamorizes the fashion industry too. In reality, it's very cutthroat. It's very difficult to make it. And so for years, I have been trying to, you know, think and just figure out, okay, I know that I love style. I know that I love people and I love building relationships. How can I combine all of those things and create a job for myself in small town Georgia? And so um, it sounds so cliche, but I was sitting at my nine to five corporate office job one day and I really did have this aha moment where I was like, what am I doing? Like, why am I not doing what I love? And I just realized that if I put all of my time and energy into my own project and I, I really worked at it, like I could make this dream job for myself. And I already had this hobby of helping people. Like I would go over to girlfriends' houses on the weekends and help them style outfits. And it was just fun for me. And then I realized, oh my gosh, like people would pay money for this. Like they would pay money for me to come play dress up with them in their closets. And so right then and there, I was like, I have to monetize this. And so in the matter of a few days that I left my safe, corporate job. And my gracious, very sweet husband was like, okay, if you want to do this, like, go ahead and try. Like, now is the time you're young, we're newlyweds, like now's the time to do it. So I quit my job. And I just started mapping out a business plan and figuring out ways to monetize this hobby and this passion that I love so much. That's really cool. Um, with what the wave offers, what's the like most popular package that you see people go towards? Oh, it's 100% the closet revamp. That is by far my most popular service. And so that's where I go in and me and the client tackle their closet and take everything out, clean it out and put everything back in. And it just makes women's lives 
so much easier and it just simplifies everything. And I'll never forget a good friend of mine. She was my very first closet revamp client and she called me up and she was like, Hey, I know you're about to start this thing. Let me be your first client. I want to be the guinea pig. She was like, come film yourself cleaning out my closet. Just learn from the mistakes that you make with me and see where it goes from there. And so that's what we did. I went over to her house. I brought a ring light and my phone and a, a big tripod. And I filmed myself clean out her closet and just kind of made notes of the process as I went and kind of made notes of what worked and what did it. She sent me a text the next morning and she said that she got up at 5 a.m. to get ready for work. And she said she had never walked to her closet and gotten dressed so quickly and so mindlessly. She was like, I knew exactly where everything was. I was able to pick out a couple of items, pair them together effortlessly. And she was like, you have just changed my life. And I was like, that is exactly the testimonial I need to hear to make this work. So I realized the power of being able to clean out a closet and pare things down and help women feel so much more confident when they go to their closets in the morning and they stand there and they're like, okay, I have to get dressed. What am I going to wear? Yeah. Closet revamps are by far the most popular. Those seem fun. I would definitely like a closet revamp myself. Oh, it's so fun. And I mean, all the time we'll go and we'll, uh, girls will pour a glass of wine. (laughs) We make it fun and we make it a party and it's, kind of like a little, I don't know, it's it's just, they really are so fun to do. Yeah, that sounds really fun. And it gives almost like a revival to your, your wardrobe that's already existing in your closet and exactly. takes away some of the stress. So how long does a typical closet revamp take? Like, yeah. is it a couple hour process? Is it a full day process? <laughs> it really depends on the size of the closet. Um, I've done girls who they just live in their small Atlanta apartments. And so they don't have a ton of closet space. And that may take about two and a half hours. And then I've been to big walk-in wraparound closets. And those can take up to um, four hours. It really just depends on the amount of clothing that you have to begin with and the the size of your closet. But it passes by so quickly because it comes, it becomes this session of like drinking wine and playing dress up and having fun. And it's really enjoyable for both myself and the client. I love myself a good purge. I have not had wine while doing it. So I'm going to take that as a a tip. (laughs) So how can, you know, our listeners and us ourselves overcome the fear of having nothing to wear and overbuying or make bad choices and just keep buying clothes that we're probably not going to wear? Yeah. So I think first of all, it's this total shift in mindset that has to occur. We live in an age of fast fashion and influencer marketing and targeted ads and all that jazz. So as consumers, we feel this pressure to always have the next best thing, the next trendy item. Um, If we see it on Instagram, it's now so easy to just tap and shop and buy. And I know that we've all probably played that game where you go to a website and you set the drop down to lowest to highest price and you see how many clothes you can get in your cart for the least amount of money. Um, And so (laughs) 
the mind shift that I try to encourage is it's not adding more things to your closet. It's adding really smart items to your closet that you can style in multiple ways. Mm. So the rule of thumb that I like to follow is if you're making a purchase, try to make sure that you can style that one item in at least three ways. And so what I do through social media and through email marketing with my email list is I teach you how to buy a single item and make that item work for you in multiple seasons for multiple purposes um, throughout the week. So maybe you buy one item and you can wear it to work, you can wear it to date night, you can wear it to a picnic in the park. So it's all about making your closet go the distance instead of just stuffing more and more in so that you always have an extra thing to wear. Oh, that's so true. From your experience, how can repositioning our attitude towards style and the clothing industry have a positive effect? So I think that really like making that mind shift can, and the way that you approach your personal style, it can positively affect three main areas. So I think of those as like our mental state and just the overall happiness and self-confidence you have in yourself. And then it can have a positive effect on your wallet. And then finally, the environment. So with your mental state, it just goes back to that very first closet revamp client that I had. And she walked in her closet at 5am when most of us are just barely making it. We haven't finished a cup of coffee and then you have to pick out your outfit that you're going to be in for the next nine to 10 hours of the workday. And it's like, am I going to be happy in what I choose? Because you know, you always have a better day when you like your outfit, or at least I do. (laughs) So I think when you have a closet that's pared down, you know how to make smart decisions, you have things that you can pair together and make really great outfits, you walk in and you can make a good decision, you're happy, you're comfortable, and your overall just self confidence and mental state are so much better throughout the day. So That's the first thing. And then, of course, your wallet. Um, You know, I always encourage making maybe spending a few more dollars to get a quality item that's going to last you a lot longer and you're going to be able to wear it in multiple ways as opposed to buying a cheap item and you maybe get one wear out of it, but then you stick it in the washing machine and it comes out with a hole in it. So over time, if you just can make those smart decisions and spend a little bit more money to get a quality piece, it's actually going to save you money in the long run and your wallet's going to be a lot happier. And then finally, the environment. I definitely in no way claim to be an expert on sustainability or anything like that. But since beginning this journey, I've really tried to educate myself on making more sustainable choices and just better choices overall. I don't bash fast fashion or get super opinionated on whether it's like good or bad, but I think that making better buying decisions is always better for the environment because we just have less waste and Mm -hmm. we're not constantly throwing out that $5 t-shirt that now has a hole in it. Right. Yeah. What advice would you give to someone who's maybe self-conscious with their body and trying to gain that confidence? Yeah, definitely. So coming from um, a background in sport, um, just as a woman and being in gymnastics, I've definitely been on the wrong side of body shaming and just feeling really down about myself. Um, And I've been on the side of 
hey, you need to lose weight. And I've been on the side of, hey, you look like you need to eat a cheeseburger. And so I felt the pain of like both sides of those statements. And so I just, it really breaks my heart when I hear a woman make those statements to me and say, oh, well, if I was skinnier, I could wear this. Or if I had a fuller bust, then I would be able to wear that swimsuit. And my goal is really to change how we view ourselves. The biggest thing that I preach to my clients all the time is, yes, you can. You can wear that trend. You can rock that print or you can rock that color, whatever it may be. I think that a lot of brands are starting to show incredible strides towards inclusivity and in portraying real bodies in their campaigns. And it's so important because for way too long, We were shown how a garment looks on a single body type, and that's just no longer the narrative. Thank goodness, because, you know, a single trend that you see walking down the runway with a few adjustments or just simply knowing what looks good on your body and knowing what size you are, any body type and any girl can rock any trend. And so I love to encourage people to just take a leap of faith, try it on, Be brave and see what you feel good. And it's all about feeling good in your own skin and um, encouraging yourself to make that trend work for you. I love it. Yeah, I love that positivity that you give towards your clients. And I feel like it is such a bad habit that we always have these buts. This looks good, but... I wish this would fit me, but, and like you said, it's just this narrative that we need to break and Mm -hmm. yes, we can. So is there certain style rules or trends that you would suggest us women to follow or is there some that you would suggest for us to avoid? Yeah. Okay. So I love this question because I always try to avoid the term style rule. I think if someone feels good in something and they put it on and they can rock it in confidence, then they should absolutely go for it. So instead, I like to call them style guidelines. And I have a lot of guidelines (laughs) that I like to share with my clients to help them make a certain trend or style work for them and their body type and their lifestyle, most importantly. For example, you can go to a store and you can buy an oversized graphic tee from almost any retailer And you can pair it with a skirt, but without tucking it in the right way and pairing it with the right shoe, it might not look great. And so that's where I like to give guidelines of how you can kind of tuck and prod and figure out how to make that one item look the best for um, the look that you're going for. And if I give, I want to give like a few that I kind of live by. So a few that I live by style guidelines are if you can tuck it in, do it. A shirt always looks better tucked in. Even a cardigan. I love wearing a cardigan as a top and it looks just so cute tucked into trousers or denim. Another one is if you have a choice between a pointed toe shoe and a round toe shoe, always go for the pointed. Yeah, it's just, it makes the biggest difference. It elongates your leg. It makes you look taller. It just is a lot more polished. So those are two off the top of my head that I like to give. And I mean, there's so many, but that's why you should follow (laughs) along on social media. I'm giving tips constantly. So (laughs) yeah, I definitely have to say that when I first started my professional career, I noticed that all of my dress shoes were rounded 
And looking back at the photos, I look so young, like a child trying to dress up in adult clothing. But now mm. that I've shifted more towards po- um, pointed shoes, I look so much more edgy and sophisticated. Yeah. I love it. It makes the biggest difference. It's those small things that make a really big difference. Yeah, I agree. So what are some easy items for women to wear when you know they think they don't have anything to wear or don't know what to wear? Oh, yes. Okay. So this is um, another one of my favorite questions. And it's something that I get asked all the time. I get so many texts or DMs saying, I have this thing coming up. I have no idea what to wear. And my favorite go-to outfit to share with people is a girly dress and a good pair of sneakers. It's like the most foolproof outfit that I can think of. Good, pretty dress says that you care and you put effort forth, but then you pair it with a crisp, clean sneaker and it says, I'm pulled together, but hey, I'm not trying too hard. So it's kind of this balance of like feminine and confident, but edgy and kind of nonchalant. So it's my favorite thing to recommend people to wear when they just have no idea. Really anytime you can pick an item that's one and done, like a dress or a romper or a jumpsuit, like you put that on and then all you have to add is shoes and accessories. So it's so mindless and it gets you out of the door a lot more quickly. And I actually have all of my best styling tips for dresses with sneakers saved to a highlight. It's called Styling Hacks on Instagram. I have a whole highlight because I just think it's like the best solution when you have no idea what to wear. That's great. (laughs) Yeah, I agree with that. Dresses with sneakers is like on trend and it makes you look really cute without looking like you tried so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you mentioned a couple of of tips as far as when women are making purchases that they want to choose an item that they can wear three ways. Is there different tips or takeaways that our listeners can have for when they're choosing outfits in their homes versus in the retail stores? Yeah, definitely. So when you're at home and you step into your closet, um, I have a little formula that you can use to get dressed successfully every single time. First of all, when you walk in, You need to consider, of course, the weather and what you're doing. But once you have a good idea of those things, um, you can start with a single item. So that item may be a great pair of shoes or maybe it's a headscarf. Maybe it's a blouse. Just something that you know, okay, I really want to wear this piece today. And that's your starting point. And then you kind of build from there. So you, if it's a top, you add bottoms and then figure out, okay, what shoe and what accessories do I want to pair. But centering an entire outfit out of a single item is really helpful. And my best advice is to encourage you not to always start with the same item. I think it's really easy for women to go in their closet. And most often they want to reach for a blouse first or a top first and then be like, okay, which jeans am I going to wear today? But if you can kind of shift your thinking, again, really shifting that mindset of how you approach your closet and approach what you're buying, maybe you start with a printed trouser or maybe you start with a fun skirt and then you build your outfit from there. So you're not always getting stuck in this rut of a top and jeans or just a dress and sandals, but you can kind of get fun and funky. So that's kind of how I go about getting dressed every morning. Start with one thing and then build from there. That's good advice. So what are your favorite retail stores that you think our listeners or we should purchase from? 
ASOS <laughs> is my absolute go-to. I feel like yes. every time someone DMs me and says, where did you get that? I'm like, oh gosh, I'm saying ASOS once again, but it really is my favorite. Um, I actually pay, I think it's like $18 a year to get next day shipping mm-hmm. for a full year. It's like the best deal ever. And so if I'm ever in a pinch and I really do need to order something really quick and have it delivered, I always go to ASOS. They have a huge like the bit the biggest and best variety. So that's my go-to. And then a few others that I love are Revolve, Urban Outfitters, Free People, Zara, Mango, um, and other stories and Sturettes. Um, and then from there, I really like to shop at local boutiques and support local designers and then even hit up local like thrift shops and vintage shops. Nice. I love ASOS. So when you said that, I was so excited. <laughs> ASOS is such a one-stop shop and you, it can is just, the best. you can just find anything. Yeah, I got to tell you the amount of times I complained to Diana about needing to find a certain item and oh, I can't find it anywhere. Her response is ASOS. ASOS. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what would you say is your favorite or go-to outfit? So I already mentioned the dresses and sneakers, mm-hmm. but um, any day of the week for like any occasion, there is one other outfit that I find myself reaching for constantly. Um, and I can guarantee that almost every single girl listening probably already has this in their closet. So that's just a good quality tank top and then a great pair of denim. Because there's so much that you can do with those two items to make it for work for like almost any occasion. So for instance, for a daytime, I would take a tank top, tuck it into my favorite pair of denim, pair an oversized cardigan on top, and then pick like a great sandal or wedge and boom, you have an awesome outfit using basically just your basics. And then if you want to make that work for date night, you can simply trade out your cardigan for a really sexy blazer and a strappy sandal, pull your hair back, add a bold lip, and boom, you have like the most effortless, sexy date night look. And guys really love simplicity. So it's like the easiest outfit for you. And it's almost foolproof for them thinking that you look really hot when you go on your date. (laughs) Oh, heck yes. I'm taking notes right now. (laughs) Okay, so I love blazers too, but um, how do you balance your business, the wave, and then having a personal life? Like you said, date nights and stuff, getting dressed for that. Do you have date nights with your husband and stuff like that? We do have date nights. Um, We try to go on at least one date a week. I think it's so important, no matter how busy we each get, just for like the health of your relationship. We're only about a year and a half into marriage. So um, we, I mean, you think (laughs) we've known each other for like nine years now, but we're constantly discovering new things. And of course we're evolving. So it's just so important to continue to discover your partner and discover your friends even, and just build those relationships and making time for that is so important. So yeah, we try to make time for a date night at least once a week. And just what's so great about this job and balancing professional life and personal life is my job really is a hobby and a passion of mine. So I've been able to monetize and giving fashion advice and spending hours giggling and styling. And we're essentially playing dress up and girls will text me and say, hey, what do I wear? And then I can shoot back a link and 
all of a sudden, like I've made a few dollars because I've shared like an awesome piece that they're going to feel really confident about. So I think that I also just, it's so important for me to have fun and something that I've tried to really live out ever since the beginning of this when I started this business is to not put so much pressure on myself. If I miss a day of posting an outfit to Instagram or I go one month without booking as many clients as I did last month, it's okay. I mean, at the end of the day, we're not changing the world. We're just changing how women view themselves and building that community and building women's confidence and saying, hey, I want clothing to be really fun. And that's the most important thing. So I try to keep the pressure off of myself and just remember, this is fun. We're just enjoying ourselves and clothing should be fun. So that's what that's what my goal is. That's a great goal. Yeah, I think it's it's very impressive and bold of you to leave your nine to five job to pursue something that uh, you genuinely love and um, savvy of you to make some money off of it on the side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm so amazed. Sometimes when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, dang, I really did that. <laughs> it's kind of you know, crazy. So awesome. So I know that by the time that this episode releases, you will actually have a little baby girl. Um, So what tips do you want to give to your future self when you're listening to this episode once it airs? Yeah, so I'm officially on baby watch. I have um, about five weeks left until my due date. And there's really been two big things that I'm trying to keep in mind. First, I just don't want to lose myself. It can be really scary and intimidating wondering what in the world my body is going to do after delivery. And all of a sudden, like my life is not my own. So I will always have this little girl depending on me. And so I just want to keep that in mind. I want my daughter to always look at me and say, wow, my mom is so beautiful because she's able to maintain confidence and just maintain this like air of happiness no matter what. And so that's what I preach. I preach to women, hey, you might have a little more cellulite or hey, like you might be trying to hide your tummy, but that's okay. Like as long as you can look in the mirror and love yourself, then you can have confidence. And I always want my daughter to look at me and say, my mommy is confident. So um, that's a big thing that I think about. But logistically (laughs) prepping for mom life, I'm trying to just pare down my closet and have everything super concise so that when I run in and I have five minutes to myself to get ready, I can pair a really great outfit together and run out the door. And I've even been practicing my makeup and getting my hair done super fast. Um, (laughs) Kind of like practicing my mom routine, which I've gotten really good at. So I think I'm, I think I'm prepared. No, it sounds like you're very on top of things and your daughter's going to be one very stylish girl. That's for sure. Yes, definitely. So what's a self-care routine that you have in place? You're so busy with clients shopping online or revamping closets. What do you do for yourself to, you know, relax from all the busyness? Yeah. So my husband always laughs at me and says that I'm so high maintenance and I'm like, You literally have no idea what high maintenance is. Um, I really like to keep my skincare and my overall beauty routine pretty simple. I like the natural look. I like natural looking hair and makeup. And I swear by my drugstore makeup and my drugstore products. 
But for a self-care routine, like Sunday night is my night. So I just truly believe that if you can go to bed feeling really good about yourself on a Sunday night, you're going to wake up on Monday morning and just be so much more productive. And you're going to wake up with confidence and ready for whatever that week has for you. So on Sunday nights, especially, I always wear matching pajamas, but on Sunday nights, especially, I pull out like my favorite matching set and I take a little bit extra time in the bathroom. So I might do a hair mask and I might do a, a face mask and just take a little bit extra time for myself, light a good candle so that I can go to bed feeling really good and then wake up prepared for the week. Yeah, those are some nice tips to take away. I do have to say that I'm not sleeping in matching pajamas, so it makes me feel bad about my holy t-shirts that I'm sleeping in. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I have my share of holy t-shirts that every once in a while you just need a good gigantic t-shirt that you want to feel comfy in. But um, yeah, I have a little bit of OCD. And so matching pajamas are like my thing. And I always have to match my bra and my underwear. It's just like... It's just a thing that I have to do. <laughs> That's oh a good goodness. thing. Yeah, you own it and rock it. So where can we tell our listeners to find more about you and your business, The Wave? Yes. So the best place to follow along is definitely on Instagram. My handle is by underscore The Wave. And there I have a link in my bio that you can sign up for my weekly Wave email list. And that's where I send out a newsletter once a week. And it's just full of like my best tips some links of items that I may have shared from Instagram that week, items that I would recommend or key styles that are great to add to your wardrobe for that upcoming season. So Instagram and my email are a great way to stay connected. And then you can also find me on Like to Know It just under my name, Sarah Sailors. Very nice. So everyone get to it. Follow that Instagram page. Check out our Like to Know It. Diana, is there anything else that you wanted to touch base on? No, I mean, you've really answered all of our questions beyond what we could have asked for. So I think you did a great job with this interview. And we are just excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys having me. I hope that some of the things that I shared are going to help some of the listeners just take a new approach and get some new ideas for what they wear. That went pretty well. I mean, she gave a lot of good tips for fashion and style. And I really want to go into my closet and revamp it. Oh, me too. I feel like a lot of the tips and tricks that she gave are very relatable across any sort of economic class or whether you have a small closet or a huge closet full of multi-level of clothing, that there's always some clothing pieces that you probably don't need and some that you can find different ways to style. Yeah, I want to hire her. Well, you're going to have to get her from me. (laughs) Thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to follow, subscribe, and share our podcast. Everything will be linked in the show notes below. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Peace.